welcome to this new episode of the podcast Self-Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maramber Homa, and I welcome you to listen to this podcast about narcissism in general, toxic relationships, and ways to deal with them and to save ourselves, but most importantly, seek self-evolution regardless of the abuse. I hope you enjoy and find this episode and the upcoming ones enjoyable and insightful in any way shape or form and i thank you very much for listening now let's get started if you haven't heard about anger it's the easiest way to make your podcast let me tell you why first of all it's free you pay no fee whatsoever it's absolutely totally free There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And most of all, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Well, the most important thing is that you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Well, what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. What are you waiting for? Go ahead and subscribe and make your own podcast. It's free. Right, so in today's episode, we're going to talk about the golden child in a more... um, in-depth analysis and a more uh, focused talk about the golden child. So, uh, as I mentioned in the previous ASMR episode on the golden child and the narcissistic family, the golden child is, unlike the scapegoat, it's pretty much the favorite child of a narcissistic parent. And the golden child is what the title said. This child is golden. It's precious. It's rare. It's um, very much at the highest, at the height of the pedestal. If you were to place the golden child and the scapegoat, and for example, a flying monkey, the golden child would take the first place. So, um, okay. So, what makes the child a golden child right so obviously when we ask when you ask that question the the answer is the source or the thing that makes um a narcissistic uh i mean a golden child is the narcissistic parent and the way that make this golden child alive is that there are Plenty of reasons why I'm gonna be inspired by uh this this talk is gonna be inspired by uh a few sources and websites from which I basically uh took some bullet points to um to thoroughly talk about this. So the first is I'd like to mention learningmind.com. And this is a a website, sort of a blog post that talks about um, the golden child, basically the characteristics, who creates the golden child, and effects of narcissistic parenting. 
So since we're talking about the um, creation of the golden child, who creates a golden child? Obviously, it's narcissistic parent. But why? Well, uh, as they mentioned, first, the parents try to live their failed dreams through their children. So probably um, everyone fails at a certain point of their lives and they try to make up for it. You know, sometimes they um, fail to maybe even, um, you know, be at their own expectations, but they seem to have lost. So they try to live that through their children. What they do is that they pressure this child to be a golden child into into living their dreams through them so it's this is because either it's because parents didn't have enough satisfying opportunities in their adult early adult lives um i'm talking about failing their dreams or because these narcissistic parents may have been victims themselves of emotional abuse so then they would project their longings and dreams on their children without respecting their personal feeling or needs, without respecting the personal needs or wants of the children themselves. So they see them as nothing but something to project on them, their longings and dreams. They don't respect or know the boundaries of there's a limit as to what your child wants or needs and what you want and need. They don't see that boundary. They don't, e they don't even know that there's a boundary when it comes to that. So, yeah. Second, they mentioned the mind games. And I think there's some sort of a, a contradiction at this point. I'm going to mention them and see. So, the parents think that their children owe them. Because of how much they sacrifice for the um, development and education of the child. You know, they think that, well, because, because of how much we taught you, because of how much we provided education for you, we paid for your tuition and everything. We, it's like they they're telling the child that you owe us your success. You owe us um what we paid for you like they're gonna owe them not their education only but their whole life basically when the child expresses or discusses their dreams or plans with their parents which may sometimes misalign with their parents objectives the off the offspring may find themselves obliged to carry feelings of guilt and shame um and why this happens because again if it's something that doesn't align with the narcissistic parents wishes and dreams they will blame them and make them feel like they're not enough or they may even play some mind games with them because they want to manipulate the, this golden child into being more than just uh a golden child you know they always want him to be at the top of the pedestal so if it's something that well usually you know the narcissistic parent will think that they're always thinking in of of the best interest of the child 
So the golden child has to necessarily, in the in the narcissistic parent's point of view, to abide by the narcissistic parent's law. And if they don't, or if they have dreams that uh, misalign with those, if they have visions or plans that don't necessarily go in the same path as the narcissistic parent's dreams do, then they will be forced to carry on with feelings of shame and guilt because they simply didn't agree with their parents. They seem to be rebellious, unlike the scapegoat, but a little bit rebellious. Okay? Alright. Another thing is that they mentioned the constant episodes of anxiety and depression happen to the child because of the parent's unpredictable and frustrating disappointment. Yes, this is totally true. I mean, it's unnoticeable for a golden child to be anxious and depressed all the time, but it's because of how much pressure that they feel out of the unpredictable, unknown, very much um, impossible sort of... um, disappointment that they have towards this child it's like whatever the child does to them it just never seems enough you know they're always disappointed no matter how much the child tries to satisfy them because it's a game at the end of the day it's a game to win the satisfaction of the parents but since narcissistic parents are so obsessed and and revolved around themselves they just see everything else as nothing but um less than or it's not enough they're children they don't see them as whole people as people with all with their own desires and feelings and wants and needs they just see them as nothing but something to project their dreams onto them and something to play games with to uh and always show disappointment whenever uh unpredictably to uh to always keep playing this game of wanting to satisfy the unsatisfiable parent, basically. This is not a funny topic, but it's just so, you know, frustrating to have a parent like this. Uh, to grow in an, in a toxic, harmful, and uh, familial environment like this one. And the third point they mentioned is lack of support. Oh, right. Uh, this is where I think there's a kind of, um, not in, not in the second point. I'm sorry. I think it's in the, in the third point where I found that there's a little bit, uh, contradiction and I'm gonna, uh, go through it and try to see and maybe clarify the point as to fix the contradiction. Okay. So since narcissistic parent, uh, parents don't, don't and will never acknowledge their independence of their children they will not support their child the children enough yeah so because i mean i think that the narcissistic parents are or have been raised in nurse in a narcissistic uh familial environment themselves so their parents never saw or acknowledged the independence of their children in terms of thought physical financial spiritual intellectual freedoms and ever or independence and ever saw that so they themselves do that to their children and they don't acknowledge 
themselves the independence and freedom of their children, therefore they will not support them enough. Or probably should I say ever, because it's just so... It's it's what they grew up with. It's what they had grown up in already. So that's what they got used to. They thought that from their parents, that's what love is. And so it's, it's what they do to their children. They're, they become narcissistic themselves. And since what they have um, <clears throat> grown up with is the sense of uh, not really, uh, not, not enough support. So what they will do is they will do the same to their children because that's what they grew up with in the first place. And if the child's dreams differ from those of the narcs, they will not support them. Like I said earlier, it's the same idea. And the child usually hears the phrase, make us proud instead of do what you want or do what you love and thrive, do you do your best, we'll always be there for you no matter what your dream is. No, they don't say that and they don't even mean that. They just say, make us proud. And in these words, it just always, you can understand it, it always refers to them. And the fourth point, and I don't think there's any contradiction so far. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Okay, so... The fourth point is more criticism than appreciation. And this is uh, very true and very real. The fact that the fear of being criticized, therefore, these children uh, have to obey their parents. Wait a minute. Fear of being criticized, therefore, obeying their parents is the only way to go and be successful and happy. Yeah. But I think this is the point where it's where it's kind of like uh, uh contradicting itself because in the title it says more criticism than appreciation and then it's from the parents uh perspective but then if we go to the sentence it says fear of being criticized this is the child's point of view. And I'm going to fix this by saying that the parents usually criticize their child more than they will ever appreciate their efforts. Because we're talking about the narcissistic parents' point of view, so these narcissistic parents will most of the time criticize their child and they will not support them or appreciate their efforts as much and yeah so by this i think they they create a child who is very much conflicted with their identity what they want what they want to be and what they want to pursue and the image that the parents want to uh, live with in their minds and in regarding their reputation in front of others, of course. Because that's what they all really care about, I think. And unfortunately, 
It's extremely childish, but it, that's what narcissistic parents do. Right. So, um, let me talk a little bit about the traits of the golden child. The golden child is, again, from the same source, learningmind.com. Uh, so they mention that he or she loves studying. And yes, 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 they love studying very much, in fact. Um, so this child loves and is really good at scientific and literary subjects, STEM and humanities subjects. The star of the classroom. They are the most adored classmates. I think maybe it's in the perspective of of the classmates. And uh, they don't need any help in homework whatsoever because they're so smart. The second point is that they have outstanding hobbies. They love to read. They love to play instruments. Uh, play at sports club. They love to watch informative documentaries and create arts. These people are fantastic. Amazing. Uh, they are socially active. They join friends with similar interests. They like to um, gather to discuss a book with friends. They go to swimming pools with... Uh, with friends as well, and they have amazing, outstanding leadership skills. So these people must belong to heaven. Why not? Okay. And always obedient to their parents' rules. They have a constant desire to please the family, especially the narcissistic family, and they always seem obedient to the narcissistic parents. They are unlike the scapegoat. The scapegoat who seeks justice and wants to reveal the truth and wants to be themselves regardless of the abuse. The golden child actually tends to always want to obey the parents' rules. They want to make sure that the family has the best image they have to offer everywhere they go. Like, uh, even to a stranger, for God's sake. They would just present themselves as the best thing ever on earth because they love that and since they these narcissistic parents have a golden child to brag about then there is no uh counter example as to you know um show the true miserable image that this family suffered from in fact it's fucking perfect it's too good to be fucking true and who cares? It's totally right. Okay, so uh, I guess you have an idea of what a of what a golden child uh, looks like. Um, right. Okay, so I'm gonna also talk about uh some more, or probably the same traits, but in different words. Of the golden child. And the source is the anchored abode. Uh, com. So. <clears throat> the golden child basically. So the narcissist needs to have a child they can be proud of. 
and whenever they go to events where people are gathering like parties or a huge family uh event like birthday parties or i don't know wedding or anything uh the narc obviously needs a child to be proud of and they have the golden child at their disposal this child is accomplished perfect clean pure a child they can show off uh as a weapon to their uh outstanding reputation a child they can brag about as an extension of themselves look i am a doctor and now my child is a dentist and look at the uh much how much love we share my child loves the me- the medical field that even if I'm my doctor myself. My child is a dentist. So you see the love and connection? <laughs> you get all those fake laughs and fucking smiles. And it's because they always have to brag about this child as an extension of themselves. Whatever they did, whatever a field they work on or in, <clears throat> their child must follow the same field and like an, it's an extension of them of themselves okay uh the aging narc projects their youthful perfection on the golden child oh my god my my daughter is getting married look how much she look how gorgeous she looks she looks just like her young mother in her 20s like you know she's she looks just like her mom when she got married and that's just uh an aging mother narcissistic mother projecting her youthful perfection onto her golden daughter that's just an example it can be millions and infinite amount of examples that uh where an aging narc would project their youthful perfection onto their golden child <clears throat> the siblings are pitted against the golden child and encouraged to be jealous and envious of them well i am not surprised because what they do i mean what the what the narcissistic parents want to do is to triangulate between the siblings and they will try to compare them with their achievements but you know with each other and um they're just always pitted against the golden child and encouraged to be jealous and envious of them of their achievements of their looks of their uh you know um uh, dreams ambitions desires inclinations social life everything the siblings cannot measure up to this golden child no matter how you know hard the siblings try to <clears throat> uh behave to win the narcissistic parent's satisfaction and pleasure they just never seem to uh you know bring it up as good as well as the golden child ever does and um, see like i said earlier the golden child is always on the top of the pedestal if you were to compare the golden child to their siblings in a narcissistic fucking family and also 
the siblings are blamed for the mistakes of the golden child. If the golden child ever makes a mistake, the siblings are uh, the blame. Because the golden child is always supposed to be uh, blameless and flawless and absolutely out of, uh, how do we say, free of errors. Because they're golden. But, uh, but, 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 not the organ, but the conjunction in English grammar. The golden child, uh, I mean the golden children, <clears throat> shit, have been built upon the altar of perfection. And they are terrified of letting, letting the parent down. So, all their life, basically, they have been pushed and pushed and pushed upon the altar of perfection. They have been pushed to climb up this mountain of perfection, and it's out of their will. Because, like, there's a monster behind them that is fear of, uh, you know, disappointment. And this monster keeps uh, pushing them forward to run as fast as they can and climb up the mountain before it eats them. And so that's why they're really terrified of, of disappointing and letting their parents down. Okay, um, this is really pretty interesting from this source, The Anchored Abode. Uh, they also talked about some traits of the golden child. The golden child is someone who um, <clears throat> has an uplifted ego because of how much narcissistic parents push the image uh, to be perfect and flawless and successful and happy, uh, you know, of themselves onto the world. The expect and of course covering up the misery and fucking uh you know shitty life that they really have you know and the abuse and the emotional uh you know um toxicity and the insults and the accusations and the uh goal sabotage the mobbing the triangulation the manipulation the mobbing I guess I said it. Uh, and all of those, and gaslighting, and and many more tactics, really, that makes the life of the narcissistic family shitty. But they, they you know, they will never ever reveal that uh, image <clears throat> to the world. And uh, because they push the golden child forward all the time, this golden child seems to have an, up, up, an uplifted, invincible ego. Of themselves. These uh, golden children seem to have the expectations that others are extremely jealous of them as well because, um, and this would include their siblings as well because they, uh, they're just, uh, you know, they're, they're on top of the pedestal. They're basically uncomparable. So they expect others to be jealous of them and envious of them and for themselves to be at the top of everything. 
And that, I think, keeps them moving forward and, um, you know, looking down at others in an, in an arrogant, in an arrogant, asshole-ish uh, kind of way. Uh, thinking they can do no wrong. They're basically the most beautiful, the most heroic, the most helpful, the most flawless, <clears throat> the purest people on earth because of how much their parents have um you know bragged about their uh efforts and accomplishments to their uh to the world and to their siblings and so they 